0: Welcome to Uncontained, episode 46. I'm your host, Aaron Static-Render, and on today's show, we talk to Rachel Hadassah. She's an actress and singer from the San Francisco area with Staten Island roots. She currently has like four or five movies in post-production right now. We spend most of our time talking about one titled Several Ways to Turn a Guy Off, where she plays a character named Wednesday, and uh, she co-wrote co-directed, and stars in that film. Several Ways to Turn a Guy Off is a comedy that deals with our swipe left or swipe right digital dating system. We also talk about how she tries to find her true self and express that in her acting. Before we do jump into the interview, I do have a brief announcement to make. Uncontainedpod.com is now live that's right uncontainedpod.com is now up and ready for you to stop by and visit please do so if you get sick of visiting family visit uncontainedpod.com and then catch up on all the past episodes of uncontained along with the latest ones like this one which I won't keep you waiting any longer to hear. This is episode 46 with Rachel Hadassah. How are you doing today, Rachel? And welcome to Uncontained.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's a privilege for me to be out here tonight to talk to you. And I'm just honored to be in your show. Thank you. Well, thank
0: you for coming on. And, um, okay, you were born on the East Coast and have yeah. moved out here <laughs> to the West Coast and have pursued a career in acting, directing. And so could you just fill us in a little bit on how you, uh, how you got into acting and what brought you out to the West Coast?
1: Oh, well, I've been in the West Coast for a very, very long time now, I would say for more than a decade. I'm already 22. Um, I've started out, you know, being here in the, in the West Coast, you know, s- visiting my mother. My mother lives in the West Coast. My father lives in the East Coast. Okay. And it's kind of difficult because my pa- both of my parents were both, um, you know, from different backgrounds. My dad being Jewish, my mom being from a Catholic Filipino background. So it's kind of very, you know, vague and, and difficult for me. To go through that whole process, you know, growing up with with both ethnic and religious backgrounds, um, but fuck that, you know, do you know what I mean. Um, but I would like to say that I started off in the whole entertainment industry and in music when I was about five or six. When wow. I came out, yeah, <laughs> I've been singing since before, since I was a little girl. Um, but when I was five or six my um, my father would take me out to see my mother here in California. She lived in Daly City, California, which is about three miles away from San Francisco. So I'd, I'd perform along with kids um, throughout the whole public schools of the Bay Area. And that's how I've always loved, and from hence on, performing musical and as well as stage acting.
0: Okay. Great.
1: Great. So, uh, before when we
0: were talking before you said your last name actually had a meaning to it. what, what, oh, what is it meaning? I, okay. I, I, I waited this long <laughs> to find out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I am carrying my, um, my stepdad's last name, which is Monopsal. Um, legally I'm adopted through him. Okay. So he's, it's a Filipino origin, but Hadassah is also, my full name is actually Rachel Adia Hadassah Manapsal, Mercedes Manapsal. So I do have a very lengthy name, you yeah, can he... say to speak. <laughs> Your name
0: does have some endurance to it.
1: <laughs> it does, it does. Um, Hadassah actually means, and people always ask me, what does Hadassah mean? Hadassah is a biblical character from the Bible Um, And in the Torah, she is known as Esther from uh, the book, uh, the Megillah of um, Purim, which is a Jewish um, celebration around the month of Adar, which is March in the Gregorian calendar. So Hadassah is also considered to be the name of Esther. But um, I'm very blessed to have Rachel Adia Hadassah as my name because it, it signifies a lot with historical and spiritual inclinations as well. Um, and, and spirituality for me is very much of an essence because it, it is where artistry has been derived in terms of music, in terms of dancing, in terms of all of that, you can name it countlessly.
0: Okay, great. Um, Definitely have some history to that name. So you've been out here for a while, been acting since you were five or six,
1: right? Five or six.
0: Five or six. Now, you are currently working on a movie that you're co-wrote, (laughs) co-directing, and are starring in, correct?
1: You know, it's such a blessing in disguise that 2016 has hit. Um, After... I became part of the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee musical play, which was uh, held in the City College of San Francisco Diego Rivera Theater, where I played. Spelling Bee play? Yes, it's called 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. It's um, created during the Tony Awards, and um, I played the role. Believe it or not, it's so contra and so opposite to my. Real New Yorker, Do you know what I mean. Yeah. So I played, I played basically the role of Marcy Park. Um, she's like Marcy Park. She has this high range. <laughs> very, uh, she's very um ditzy, which is not mean person, of course. You know, we're we're yeah, talking I'm about. Yeah, not picking
0: up that vibe.
1: <laughs> so that's the role that I played, and um, you know, of course, it 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 was one of my biggest breaks. Um. You know because I got to sing and dance at the same time and I've been cast with wonderful wonderful people um, from the Bay Area. David Parr who happened to be my director. was um, so wonderful to work with him and as well as uh, Michael Shahani and a couple of wonderful cast members that I've worked with in the play and afterwards after uh, Spelling Bee we did six shows all together So we played for six consecutive days of shows. So it'd be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for two weeks. Um, Sometimes it can be very draining when you're actually um, performing um, for those three consecutive days. And then the next week, three consecutive days. And also at the same time, I wasn't just, you know, doing other gigs, um, appearing in places from here to there. I was also... um, you know, working full time. And I worked, I work currently in the Jewish home where I do take care of Holocaust, um, uh, victims, survivors of, from the Holocaust.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's gotta be rewarding. And, uh, it,
1: it is, it is. And, and, and I, you know, honestly, I have an upcoming, uh, client that I'm actually taking care of. I know it's outside of the whole artistry, but I feel it's it's spiritually re- rewarding um you know for me to take care of someone who has been diagnosed. I can't really say what it is because it's too confidential. Understandable. Um, I, can't, I can't say any names or anything but um this person has battled with HIV and I look forward to taking care of this person. It'll be an honor and privilege because this is my first time, you know, to take care of someone with that condition. Yeah, do you say it's um, a Holocaust
0: survivor that has HIV?
1: I, no. No, no, this is separate, totally separate. Okay, so okay. I, I, I was work, like I work in I work in a Jewish home. Um, you know, like an agency where they direct me to people who need attentive care, who are seniors. But majority of my patients and residents that I do take care of and that I do watch and I do, take, you know, um, work for and service for, our Holocaust survivors. And it's an interesting thing simply because me, you know, um, being partly Sephardic Jew, um, my dad being Jewish, it's, it's an honor because, you know, at the same time I get to spend more time on learning more about the culture, about how people survived through that era, through that era where, um, there was just no freedom of speech, and I remember the first time I met a Holocaust survivor that i'm that I was taking care of. she had a tattoo on her left arm, which is a something something, and that really kind of intrigued my spike there so basically everything that I do, I don't do it from for just me or the people or the money. I do it because it's what I love doing
0: and that's really the only reason to do something you know of course you know you got to do some things to survive yourself but it's always great when it's something that you're passionate about that you're able to give back to
1: yes definitely
0: now you mentioned that your dad is Jewish and your mom isn't. Like I heard, and I'm not. I'm not an expert on uh, Judaism. Um, are you considered Jewish yourself, or is it if your mom? Is-
1: um, I actually con. I went through the conversion process for that. Okay. Through being Jewish. So basically, here's this. The the rule is, if your father is Jewish. And your mother's not Jewish, then you're not Jewish considerably. Yes, that's um, what I heard. Ashken- right. And according to um my rabbi, the Jewish people who came from the Sephardic, which is like Spain, derived from Spain that went all over across from Sicily to Morocco to Israel, those are considered to be Sephardics. The Ashkenazis are the ones like the from Russia, from the North, from like Poland. Um, the if your mother is Jewish, then you're automatically Jew. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's how it is. Um, so for me it's like, you know, growing up in both different cultures, having a Filipino mother and a father who's Jewish, people will say, What are you? A mutt or whatever. I just consider myself as who I am and not what not no white or black or or Hispanic or Oriental or anything. I'm just you know me and then for me i don't believe in the whole what is race what is that because it's all bullshit i think
0: yeah yeah completely
1: <laughs> but let's talk about
0: what you have going on right now okay let's uh Perfect. you ha- you as i Perfect. mentioned earlier you uh co-wrote co-directed and are currently starring in a movie right now uh about how <laughs> it's how to turn a guy off
1: wrong <laughs> It's um, several ways to turn a guy off.
0: Several okay. ways to turn a guy off. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. my bad. So <laughs> you're starring in a
1: movie. I'm starring in the movie. Several ways to turn a guy off, right? To turn a guy. This is actually my fifth, actually fifth, fifth movie of the year. Oh wow! Uh in the Bay Area. This is actually the fir- my first time to direct and screenwrite a movie. Um like, again, w- tracing back to what I said earlier, a couple of minutes ago, I did mention that after since 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, um, the musical show that I did at City College, a lot of doors opened up for me. You know, um, movies came along, modeling came along, and then now I'm being managed under, <clears throat> you know, a media company called Diggs Media Group. Okay. And my manager, uh, Wendy Bell, and Kelda Williams, who is a talk show host of Coffee 20 for the show, Diva Talk, have been very supportive of me, you know, because they believed in me. But even before this had happened, I was already doing gigs, even when I was 11 or 14. Um, but we'll talk about that later. I am doing this movie because... I just want to get out the message to audiences out there. I'm sick and tired of those um, Disney movies coming out, you know, that are attracting viewers and audiences, especially the youth out there where it's all about, white boys, white girls chasing this and that. I kind of wanted to put a little bit of diverse. And if you look at my page on Facebook and photos that I posted, uh, you can see that the characters of several ways to turn a guy off um, individually have specific um, specialties within them. You know, we're all of different color. We're very ethnic. Um, You know, we all come from different, we all have different, you know, fucked up dysfunctions going on in the character I myself play the role of Wednesday okay. um, she's this gothic girl who um, has a little bit of um, she's very psych- she's a sociopath and she has this best friend of hers which is Tuesday so basically all the characters are named Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Thursday, Friday and I don't want to go into details about that okay. um, so we go th- we evolve around the story where we make up a plan about how we can, um, you know, ditch all these men's, Because, you know, now in society, we all have this um, app- application called Tinder. We have plenty of fishes. We have Tinder. We have all these kinds of uh, things going on. Oh, yeah, the online uh, dating. Right. And it's not like before when I was still a little girl and my sister when we were growing up we used to go to this thing called Party Line <laughs> or used to call people where you want to meet people. And before, like, my, my cousins would tell me before, yeah, you know what? Be back in the day. When you want to meet someone, we go to the mall. But now it's so different, like, I guess since the fucking techies came over to the U.S. or the Bay Area. So many things have changed dramatically and tremendously. And immensely that, you know, everything's all about Google this, Google that you know that he, we so, wanted to go a little bit organic in in the movie
0: okay is the movie like against online dating or
1: um yeah you can actually you'll see some um some themes there that are against um online dating and especially like you can you can um you know, it's so easy to get accessible to people nowadays that you have the tendency to, che- I don't want to say the word cheating, but people have, but, but it's so easy to, to swipe left and swipe, swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like easy to say, okay, flirt with me, click on me, you know, that it's just hard to resist now because everything is so accessible. You can just be home in the bathroom and you'll meet someone.
0: That's true. That's true. But then you can go out in the public, actually, and (laughs) be on the bar or be on the train and (laughs) not meet anybody because everybody is digitally obsessed.
1: (laughs) And and it's just—it's so crazy because it's like now it's like they're swiping pictures. And I've had circum—I've experienced this one as well where they're swiping pictures. And now it's like guys have no damn fucking shame; they want to ask a girl if they're fucking nude or the pictures or whatever. For me, it's like. That's kind of like where I go against that and I'm opposed to that simply because I'm a feminist myself. I don't really want to see us women being slaughtered or being, you know, viewed as sexual objects or women as availability for having free pussies, their, you know, their pantyhose being sticking out because now it's like it's so different, you know, because it's more modernized. It's less orthodox. People are more um, susceptible to, you know, having being more free, you okay. know, and the more they are free, the more things are fucking available, the more it's accessible for everyone to get. And it's like they don't have that boundary anymore to um, to, re- you know, the, the whole theme of respect has diminished. Um, for quite a while now.
0: Respect is obviously key, but what would you say the message of the movie is?
1: The message of the movie overall is, aside from, you know, being appreciative of what you have around you, like friends, and that's what, you know, our essence is part of in the role of, several ways to turn a guy off the message that we want to bring out there for people is that don't take things seriously you don't want to get your this is for women out there you don't want to get your heart broken and it's kind of hard now and it's been happening it's been ongoing for quite a while now people get hurt emotionally in relationships and all of that that they fully devote their lives to it you know in my role of Wednesday, which is I'm one of the roles who is not one of those girls, um, I am more of, I would say, I I, I want to keep that bridge. I want to keep that block where I'm fully giving my prison self to a man's heart. So that's what the lesson is, is to have some walls within yourself when you're falling in love or you're meeting someone or when you're expecting something about the opposite sex or even the same sex as well.
0: All right.
1: It's a funny movie. It's a comical movie.
0: Okay. Would you say it's like. a comedy or comedy drama or.
1: Um, it's comedy. comedy. This is pure okay. comedy. This is not, this is no, this is full straight comedy. And it's so great because when I wrote the script, it was like, cause we're all, we're all professional actors in the movie. Um, I myself am, you know, trained with Shelley Mitchell and, um, Shelley Mitchell is my acting coach and she's a very huge, serious, dramatic actress. She studied directly with Lee Strasberg, one of the American pioneers of American theater. And, um, you know, considering about that, I wanted to go with something more, you know, a little less serious, a little less orthodox, more of something that that can be fun while you're watching. At the same time, you can rep- you can ponder after watching it. Oh, yeah. Fuck life. Fuck all these guys. You know, fuck everything. You know, that's what I want to deliver the message. It's not fuck and neglect everything. I'm not trying to say about that. <laughs>
0: don't be a nihilist. What I'm trying-
1: <laughs> exactly. What I'm trying to say is that don't take shit seriously. You know, don't take shit seriously in your life. Um, you know, and that's the message there. Just let everything flow as it comes and goes. That's when
0: yeah. Okay, so like take things as they go. Don't stress over them. But, you know, don't don't take it over seriously.
1: Right, because right now it's like when you see women like our age, like in their 20s, everyone is so hung up on Oh God, and I'm not, and I'm not just saying this like about everyone. Majority of the women out there are so hung up on. Oh, is he gonna text me? Why isn't he texting me? It's like it's it's become rather than focusing on having fun, it's like it becomes an addiction now. Like you, you, like what I said, going back into ties into the subject of Tinder and all those applications that social media stuff. That it's beginning to be more um, habitual and more um, psychologically addicting. I can definitely see that.
0: And when uh, can people see this movie? Is it coming out uh, anytime still, soon? It's or?
1: It's, an, it's on uh, post production still, so we're still working on editing the scenes for several ways to turn a guy off. Okay. Uh, but we're working. Um, I'm already planning on working another script on another movie that I'm trying to write. So we'll we'll see about that. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, you have to definitely keep keep us updated. Yeah, on. I, what... I
1: kind of wanted to do more of. Um, next up was, I was watching the movie, um, which for two three years I I know it's been out for two three years now, and I haven't watched it. It's called um, The Faults in Their Stars. When I saw that movie, it's like, wow, it's just, it was a real tear-jerker movie. Is
0: that the one with the kids with cancer?
1: Right, right, that's the one. And I said, I figure out to myself, okay, maybe I should, you know, do this type of movie next, you know. Another one that that really fascinated me to kind of write several ways to turn a guy off is Christina Ricci. Because her character, aside from me playing her role of Wednesday um you know right she didn't want to be typecasted you know as a regular oh ditzy you know Disney movie yeah no I I didn't want to go in that direction and I you know what fuck it because I'm so sick and tired of I've been in that place and position where People tell you to do this people tell you to do that you got to do this you can't do that you you can't comb your hair like that you can't grow your hair like that. I'm like, but thank God to for my from my um acting coach and mentor Shelly Mitchell, she says, you know what just use your aesthetic use your own you you know your own product your own self you know what you want to get out there so for me, it's like you know that's what I want to incorporate from you know, my, my projects and beyond and the things that I want to play. You know, I, I know, understand that sometimes in, in the whole theatrical world and the acting world, we have to abide through what directors tells us, which is very true. But we also have, we we also have the position to kind of speak up, you know, whether we want to, we're in it or not in it, whether to reject it or accept it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So have you found yourself using that voice? Um
1: Well, I'm working I honestly <laughs> I could say I'm working on it. Okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not perfect, but uh, you know, I'm working on it. It's a skill. It's not something that you that just happens overnight. You know, it happens, you know, it doesn't happen in the blink of an eye. It <laughs> happens you know, it takes it takes rocket or science to to make it happen. It, it's on me. It's on us on how to build that structure, on how to build that character, that person in us. All
0: right. All right. So um, what what advice maybe to go along with uh, use your voice uh, to to stand up for what you what you think is right or wrong in 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 the movie? Uh, what advice do you have for people who are getting started out or looking to take the next step in uh, advice, in film?
1: <laughs> My advice is for people is to be themselves. Number one, find your true aesthetic. Find your true, your true self. Don't have to give a fuck what people have to say. Whether they want you to talk that way, to dress that way. Because if you're gonna continue to do that, you're gonna continue to have these lies, these these um, you know people overpowering you. For me, it's like I'm beginning to see through that crystal clear, and how I want it my way. I want it's either this way, my way, or the highway. <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's a classic quote right
0: there. My way or the highway.
1: Right, right. And God, that song just creeps me out. Oh, you know what? So funny is because I was I remember that song, um, "My Way," in the Philippines. I was watching this show, the segment, and whenever someone tries to sing "My Way" on the karaoke machine, they either get killed or murdered when they're when they're like going through a bathroom break. So it's like. <laughs> Every time I watch that, like I hear that song, it's like, it remembers me the, you know, the whole news coverage about what had happened in the Philippines.
0: The I mean, news ex- coverage about what happened in the Philippines with
1: this? Right. When, when someone got murdered and, you know, when singing upon that song.
0: Oh, My, wow. I, I thought you were speaking it, it, figuratively. I didn't know that. No,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, it, it, it uh it's interesting how that came about when you know when they showed that coverage in the Philippines in the media where these singers would sing my way on the karaoke machine then they suddenly get axe murdered or killed off or or something in real life
0: which is I would not sing that song
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know me neither it's something kind of like you know the whole Illuminati kind (laughs) of spark Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I, I don't think it's, um, you know, I don't think it's absurd for people to speak up for themselves or to object to whatever that's being offered to them. I really think that it's mostly dependent on how their intuition is telling them how they are connected to within themselves and finding their own ground. Obviously, if you can't find that to the newcomers out there, obviously, if you can't find what's there or you're finding that something's missing, whether it be in the role or something that you're trying to go for, obviously, you're just not there. Obviously, it's not just not meant to be. Sometimes it's a 50-50 chance. But I would say it's like it doesn't hurt to try, but you already know what's in the stars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You already know what's coming up in fruition. Definitely. Um, so for me, it's like, I i know it's already been there. Since I was a little girl, I already knew this was going to happen. You know, me going through several ways to turn a guy off. And before several ways to turn a guy off, um, you know, I've been, you know, going through gigs, you know, being around entertainment industries. My mother wanted me to be a nurse, but I never wanted to be a nurse. That was not my forte. <laughs> well, I'll give you credit
0: for chasing your dreams on that. Uh, so right. uh, what, what are you doing to promote your new movie, Several Ways to Turn a Guy Off, and yourself?
1: Well, actually, right now with Diggs Media, my management, we are working on my website. So we are working to create my website to promote, you know, not just here in the Bay Area, but also globally. I I forgot to mention to you guys this. Okay, I know we're on air, but I was even before I got into this whole um, music and media for the first time. You know, since it uh, manifested in 2016, I worked for an esoteric company called Orinum. That okay. company, Oranum, was uh, featured in the music video with Christina Aguilera, "Your Body." That's the music video of Christina Aguilera. And I worked for that company, Oranum. Oranum, you is a. It, it's actually one of the. I wouldn't say one of the popular um, networks like California psychics or any like that. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but you know, as a young girl, I, you know, developed myself as becoming a life coach because I wanted to inspire young girls out there too. And young people and not just old or or not just young, but also people of different ages. Like what they said, I'm, I'm a person. I'm a soul with an old soul, <laughs> but I was I was in Oranham for nearly a year, where I became one of the top uh, re- uh, life coaches and readers of that network. So um, with this whole um, several ways to turn a guy off, you know, it's it's more of yes, marketing and networking as well, and also you know connecting to people because you never know you meet these people they may be your best friend they may be your you know your lovers one day sometimes it like what i said earlier it doesn't hurt to to try or to you know to take a step forward or take a leap of faith it, it's just it's more of you know you being out there and you being an inspiration or wanting to have that vision Or, objective to be the inspiration one day.
0: All right. For me, I just
1: put everything out into the universe.
0: Speaking of putting everything out into the universe, what do you want people to take away when they see one of your movies, uh, when they see several ways to turn a guy off, or something else that you've uh, put yourself into? Uh, What do you want them to take away and remember after seeing a Rachel Hadassah performance?
1: Basically, when you see me... Actually, there's another movie coming out. I have four movies. Actually, four or five that are post-production, guys. The one is D for Docs, which is directed by Joseph Koryak, where I play just a student. Uh, This is under Scary Cal Films Production, where I play a student. Um, Second, I have Narcissio, which is... Uh, directed by Ilan Jacob. He's one of the entrepreneurs out in Silicon Valley. And then the third one was Goth Dolls, um, which was featured... Actually, they premiered it a couple of weeks ago at the Berkeley City College, where I play the role of Frida. And then the fourth one is... A, it's something. It's another movie that's very controversial. I can't go too much into details about okay. it because it's, it's requested for directors for me not to speak about it's called honor killing which is another cult movie that i'm in um and then the fifth one several ways to turn a guy off and basically my message is what i want people to see you know after watching this you know these films that i do is that find your own aesthetics that's how i did mine um, you don't just because they're giving you this type of roles or you're reading something off a script of a character that seems kind of, you know, try to find your own bread, your own originality or your own style. That's all I can tell for people. You know, you can play it how you want it, but also have that cliche or that signature that will mark your legacy or shadow into it. So hopefully I'll get legacy in these films, which I know I will. <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> and basically after this i you know next year i plan on writing music again which i've been done doing since i was a, little, a teenage girl okay. i've been lyrically writing lots of music i want to venture more into alternative music what i mean about alter- alternative music um my friend kim from huntington beach told me Rachel, it's not indie. You don't want to call it indie. You wanna call it alternative.
0: Okay, why'd you say that?
1: Well, because I want it to, you know, have to create music where it's I, I'm not a people pleaser, okay? I want something where I where my where I feel that lyrically it's 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 inspiring to the ears. But yet people can hear, you know, people can feed off ideas from me on what type of sound or direction that I'm trying to, you know, convey my message to. Sometimes I'll sing a song that's maybe jazz, but then if they're hearing it, they're like, wow, okay, this song is good. It's about love. Okay, I like that. You know, things like that, you know, something that's relevant to people. You know, because people, they love music because they feel good about it, you know, and that's what I want to, I want to make, not for them to, not for me to impress them, but when they're in the store here or two or in a, on a computer, they'll hear my music, they'll stumble upon it, they'll say, okay, that music she sung, it's so beautiful. Maybe I can do something like that, you know, like Etta yeah. James. She had, her, she had her own style of music. Uh, Norah Jones has her own style of music. Shit, even Alicia Keys have her own style of music now.
0: Yes, For me, I want to be
1: like that. I want to be known as an artist. I don't want to be known as a fucking copycatter, you know, like in Disney. I'm not trying to bash Disney or anything because they have a lot of great things, you know, out there, like Hannah Montana. But it's like the same thing. You know, I kind of want to have something really different. I've I've been like that. You know, I've been wanting to be the type of girl who's different. I don't want to. I want to have my own originality.
0: And I think that is very important, too. As you said earlier, and your advice to somebody else is find your true self. And that's just you right. kind of following your own advice. Um, right. We're getting close to the final question here. Before before we okay. jump on to the final question, I want to um uh, you mentioned a website earlier, um Facebook. Do, where can people get a hold of you, Rachel?
1: Well, they can get a hold of me um by finding me on Facebook, um, Rachel Hadassah, which is R-A-C-H-A-E-L Hadassah H A D. A-S-S-A-H. Just look me up on Facebook. Add me. Feel free to get to know me. And at the same time, uh, we're still building on the website. Uh, You can also get a hold of me through my media company, which is Diggs Media Group. Or you can type in uh, Wendy Bell or um, Kelda Williams, which is my manager. And she's hosting a show called Diva Talk. So my girl... She's like a big sister to me. She has her own show and coffee. Someday I want to, you know, venture also into having a talk, my own program one day. But not now. Because I have so many things I want to venture into, you know, into establishing myself. But um, even though I'm already there, I don't want to consider myself, you know, that I've hit in the peak, the mountain peak, because I'm still growing You know, and and, you know, this little phoenix can arise even further. Right on,
0: right on. (laughs) That's
1: from the stars and beyond.
0: You don't want to peak too early. (laughs) You don't want to peak too early for sure.
1: Exactly. No. I wanna keep going. This is why I wanna continue to create things, new newer things. And that's how people get successful, you know, is because they they create a lot of things within within themselves and they are who they are based on their originality. Like you look at Albert Einstein's shit. He knows a lot about science, but you know, who would have known that he would be this big, as big as his conscious awareness? Or especially if you're taking a look taking a look at, you know, like Bruno Mars or or all of them. They have their own styles and originality, their own cliche, their own aesthetics.
0: Right on yeah, it's definitely something to uh drive for. Have you your own self as once again, you mentioned before, or as I like to put it, be uncontained, uh, live free from like the societal restraints.
1: I would invite people to just read The Prophet. OK, this is what's funny, because The Prophet by Khalil Gibran, it's a very good book. So read it, people, if you want to get into artistry. Stella Adler, she she mentored her students, according to my acting coach, Shelly. She told all her acting students to read and her aspiring artists to read The Prophet by Khalil Gebron. It's a very good book.
0: That's awesome. So check that out. And yeah. my final question to you, Rachel Hadassah, is how do you live uncontained?
1: Basically, living uncontained. Oh, God, I hate that word, basically. People, you know, the I always have this habit, you know where I always say when people ask me about this question, at the the end they'll be like, oh, so what do you feel about this and that? And i would be like, oh, well, uh, basically, no, fuck that. Be your own aesthetic. Be your own self. Um, You know, channel whatever energy you can. Uh, Be open-minded. Because wherever you go into, whether it be in whatever direction or fork in the road you are, in the crossroads, you are... You need to be able to say, hey, I'm ready, and here I am. You need to be able to have it with open arms and not have have it with a close-mindedness. So being open is what I can tell people.
0: All right. Live uncontained by being open.
1: Being open, being free. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much for coming on uh, uncontained today, Rachel. And uh, I have one final thing that I like to have my guests do to wrap up the show. It is to sign off the show. <laughs> Will you do
1: me the honor of signing us off today? This is Rachel Hadassah, and I live uncontained.
0: And that does it for this episode of Uncontained. Thanks to Rachel Hadassah for stopping by and thank you for listening. Please visit the newly launched uncontainedpod.com. Yes, uncontainedpod.com is finally alive and ready for you to stop by and find links to my social media, to uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, where you can stop, rate, review, subscribe, and share episodes of uncontained if you enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend pass the word on get the word out and thank you for listening and as always until next time live uncontained